Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and the Lord is in our midst, saints. The Lord is in our midst. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for his strength and his support during this fast. And the Lord has indicated to me that we will need to extend our fast for 12 additional hours. So for half of a day, we're going to extend the fast. We have some emergency situations in our membership. We have one mother that uh, in the uh, rehab setting, uh, they snuck in and gave her a COVID booster. And she has changed since that time. She's not eating. She's not drinking. Uh, She acts as though um, she's losing her will to live, and so that is an emergency situation. We also have an emergency situation where one of our members is having extreme pain in a kidney, and they're experiencing uh, very strong diarrhea. So we are extending the fast for 12 additional hours. That's what the Lord said that he wanted, and so that's what we're going to do, all right? We're going to stay in prayer uh, for these two individuals and their families. Amen. We're going to pray over their medical situations and lift it to the Lord and believe him to move on their behalf. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are a church family. We love each other. We come to each other's aid and support. And so as I was listening Uh, To one of the members, explain the situation to me. The Lord said, tell the saints to extend the fast 12 more hours, half of a day. All right? So that's what we will do. Amen? And we will do it together in love. Amen? Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 30 p.m. Yeah, that's right, 6.30 p.m. on Wednesdays and Fridays, Eastern time in the United States, and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. Amen? And we meet on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sundays, at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. Amen. We want to thank the Lord and give him praise for the work that he's doing among the saints. We are still believing the Lord uh, for healing in everyone's body. Healing. Continued healing in everyone's body. Amen. Continued healing in everyone's body. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for his move, for speaking to our hearts, for the breakthroughs. We're going to continue with the fast as it was given, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we release faith, joy, grace, divine protection and safety, and obedience over all Miracle Outreach members. We are interceding for the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries to continue receiving healings in their bodies, including weight loss, weight gain, and all pain that they may be experiencing. And we are thanking you, Father, for the breakthroughs for Sam, for J-A-G-R, J-C, J-D, Dagmar, and M-C. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father. And we are still praying uh, warfare scripture prayers covering the website, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we yield ourselves to you. We give ourselves to you. We thank you for your continued love and support and guidance and counsel and wisdom and direction and peace and joy and love and faith. Amen. We're also lifting up uh, our sister's dad, our sister on the West Coast, her dad, who's um, slowly uh, leaving this world, entering into uh, eternal salvation. Amen. And we're lifting him up to you, Father, as well, in the name of Jesus. So we want to thank you, Father, that you know when it's time for us to be here and you know when it's time for us to leave. You know there's a time and a season for everything in the earth. So we place these three individuals, Father, in your hands, in Jesus' name. We forbid the enemy to continue to attack any of them on any level, in Jesus' name. We forbid any unwanted guests to uh, intrude, Father, in a place where they are in the name of Jesus Christ. If they're in a medical uh, facility, Father, we bind away from them spirits and persons that are not desirable in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, to give the saints strength to help their loved one, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help the families to help their loved one in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise for it, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you will do. We thank you, Lord, for giving wisdom, for giving godly counsel, for giving instruction in these situations in the name of Jesus. We look to you, Lord. For your hands to touch each of these three bodies, to touch the kidneys, Lord, and all that are affected, to touch the heel, and to touch uh, whatever needs to be touched inside, Father, in Jesus' name. And with the gentleman who is uh, passing away, Father, we we lift them all to you now, and we thank you for your divine intervention in Jesus' name. Satan, you have no lot nor part in this. And no weapon formed against any of them shall be able to prosper. We send every weapon of the enemy back where it came from in Jesus' name. (laughs) 
We command the diarrhea to dry up in Jesus' name. Father, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit quickens even our mortal flesh. So we ask you for rude receipted a braca cacuche, regged the brusha de diola de osotarabri, red that a broca de diosola de osotarabri. Make alive, Lord, that that you desire to be alive. Rukake, we lift every orogisa nephron in that kidney up to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Rumba bababaruka de brisha tarabri, kisa tarabaruga catarabri. We crush every kidney stone. Hababa, ruka terabri. In the name of Jesus, we crush and pulverize every kidney stone in the name of Jesus Christ. Isha de Ridioso Lidion de Ramaraki City, Risa de Abruca de Ridioso Lidioso de Rabroca de Racate Beche de Rabruca de Ribusa de Ridion. Father, we ask that you touch the mother's mind and her spirit in Jesus' name. Baba de Abri, Rid de Abroca de Ridioso de Ridioso de Abroha Baba, Ring de Ribusha de Abroca de Ridian de Rabresata, Rin de Abroca de Ridioso de Rabreca de Ridioso de Ridioso de Ramanai. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. For those of us those of us who are just joining, uh, the Lord has extended our fast by twelve hours. We have three persons that we're uh, interceding on their behalf. Uh, we have the gentleman who's passing away who's uh, transitioning from this life to the next that we prayed for on uh, last Friday. We have a mother who was in an institution, who was in a hospital and then a uh, hospice type of uh, situation, and uh, they snuck in, and it was snuck too. they They didn't have permission to do this and gave her a COVID booster. So we are lifting that before the Lord, and we are asking the Lord to not only release his angels in this matter, but to release every natural agent so that this matter can be taken care of legally in Jesus' holy name. Because you know they're doing that to people still in Jesus' name without their permission in the name of Jesus Christ. So we're asking the Lord to release his judgments in that place 
and if necessary, to remove um, certifications and licenses in the name of Jesus. That's illegal, it's wrong, it's unethical in Jesus' holy name. And we have a saint who is experiencing severe uh, kidney pain and has been experiencing it for over a week now. And uh, they're presently having serious diarrhea, and we're asking the Lord to clear that up for them in the name of Jesus Christ. When this person finally gets up and goes to the uh, medical persons that they need to see, Father, we ask that they receive the treatment that they actually need in Jesus' name. We thank you. In Jesus' name. So, saints, we're going to, the Lord has extended the fast for half a day, and we're to focus primarily on praying for these pre- these three individuals and their family members in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that you are forever with us, you are in us, and you lead us into battle in the name of Jesus Christ. You lead us into battle. We are trusting, Father, in you with all of our heart, and we are not leaning to our own understanding, but in all of our ways we are acknowledging you, and we thank you for directing our paths, Father. We want to thank you for releasing health and vitality, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to deal with the pain issues in these persons. I pull out every voodoo pen now in Jesus' name. Every voodoo pen comes out now and goes back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Every voodoo pen out right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Every voodoo pen out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Go back where you came from. Go back where you came from. Go back where you came from. from. Father, we ask that you release additional angels. Break it, break it, break it, break it. Every curse broken. Every curse returned. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for your presence, your very present help in a time of trouble. We thank you, Lord, that we can call on you and know that you will answer our prayers. We know that you hear us, that you love us, that you protect us, that you defend us. We thank you, Father, and we raise the shield of faith. 
Runga de Brisha la radio so la radio so ta brika de radio so ta brai ruka de Brisha la radio de la bruka baba 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 kusha te rakete de Brisha ta broha la radio satara we raise the shield of faith around these three persons in the name of Jesus Christ we thank you that our loins are girded about by the spirit of truth we wear the breastplate of righteousness and that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and we thank you that we are able to raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We put on the helmet of salvation. We take the sword of the Spirit, Father, which is the word of God. We saturate and submerge each individual under the blood of Jesus Christ and every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries. We are the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you, Lord, that you are a shepherd and we shall not want, and you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast all of our cares upon you, Father, because you care for us. Thank you, Father, for upholding us emotionally. For strengthening us even in our emotions. Give us peace, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for your warring linking angels and your praising angels. Your ministering spirits, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic ages, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit. Riki, runda da brisa da di yosun de brika de diosa da broka de roka de brisa da broka de diosa da diosa da brika de dorke harikisa da brusha da Every attack that we have received on our jobs, Lord. Every attack that we have received on our jobs, we return it from whence it came. In Jesus' name, we take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals. All channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We cut ourselves free, Father, from all 
from the soul tie that is formed between our electronic and technology technological devices and us. We sever that soul tie now. Woo! In Jesus' holy name. We disconnect it from our minds. We disconnect it from our eye gates. We disconnect it from the ear gates. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporters, watchers, with familiar demons, electronic, digital technology demons, and their attacks, Leviathan spirits, their attacks. Brainwashing, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits, passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits and their attacks, all sorcery devils, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for releasing the word of wisdom to the one with the kidney problem right now in Jesus' name. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, Pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Binding all Leviathan spirits in their attacks or water spirits in their attacks, Kundalini spirits, marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, and their attacks, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, seducing, womanizing spirits, boredom spirits, and their attacks, Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind you. We bind all whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave weapons and their attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for the victory. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. And we overturn it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over that spell that was cast over her when they snuck in there and gave that uh, COVID booster injection without permission. We bind that spell. We break its power. We command it return from whence it came in Jesus' name. We 
Father, we ask that you put supernatural strength into the husband and the daughter in Jesus' name. Supernatural strength, supernatural power from you. We bind our hypnotic and trance devils and their attack on mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and components, everything coming off the satellites, through the cell towers, and through our devices in the name of Jesus. Even those earbuds. We bind dementia. Oh, and all the spirits that work in conjunction with it in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices on the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic. And mystic arts, or Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Indian, Hindu, African, European, North American, South American, Caribbean and Latin American, Islander, indigenous group, tribal group, all covens, all Masonic groups, Groups of globalists. And we bind our black and white magic, voodoo, jujus, and all all other forms of occult action and witchcraft in Jesus' holy name. We bind all Mogellan's attacks and we return every attack to the sender. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. Yeah, we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind all shape-shifting spirits. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over former President Obama trying to provoke sympathy. So the left can come up with their gun control song one more time. We bind every lie coming out of his mouth in the name of Jesus and the spirit that sends it forth in Jesus' name. Rakata, Rukuturobrisha, Rukata, 
We break the powers of his handlers in Jesus' name. Father, release your angels. Release your angels, Father. We bind all false flags in the name of Jesus. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, and we bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and we bind every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devils, and satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, defile, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. We bind black magic. We bind every juju. We bind tribal witchcraft in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and Great Reset. We bind make-believe fantasies, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. 
We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride. We pull you down from your high places in Jesus' name, and we chain you and all of your underlings with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name, and we return them to the sender. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in his 72. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind psychic weapons, prompting, codes, and designs in the name of Jesus Christ. We return We return all of these afflictions to the workers of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power of all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we disconnect ourselves. We cut ourselves free from every spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we command them to leave us now. Somebody ought to be coughing. In Jesus' holy name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, all true Christians being persecuted, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our transportation and the road that we travel. We thank you, Father, 
for clearing a path for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you that you are dispatching angels even now to go ahead of us and to protect us in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything attempting to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We command them to stay away from us no matter what. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for the firewall of protection. We thank you for Psalm 91. I command all those voodoo pins and that kidney to come out now. Pull them out now in Jesus' name. Pull them out. Pull them out. Pull them out now. In Jesus' name. We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and anything sent to us by the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy all ungodly silver coins and ley lines and soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down. Tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such in Jesus' name. And we break the power of every vex, hex, curse, love spell, charm, fetish, psychic prayers, spells, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, voodoo, magic, destruction, pain and torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, sorcery, incense and candle burning, incantations, ungodly blessings, chanting, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sins in Jesus' holy name. Now, if you've been to work all week, you need to be coughing out those devils that you probably picked up there in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people right now. Get out of God's people. All those spirits picked up wherever we went. Wherever it was, the post office, the bank, wherever it was, come out of God's people. You're bound in Jesus' name. Ear, nose, and throat, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Colds and flus, symptoms, come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Germs that are transferred through touch, touching places, touching people, people touching us, people's breath in our faces. Exhale, exhale, exhale in Jesus' name. We bind spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and all the powers that the enemy has sent against any one of us in Jesus' name. We bind the spirits of bondage in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people right now. Spirits of abuse. 
physical abuse, sexual abuse, mental abuse, financial abuse, emotional abuse, come out of God's people, come out of God's people, up and out, up and out, up and out, the fire of God upon you now in Jesus' name. Amen. And we release the love of God over the people of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, saints, everybody's going to have to pay attention tonight. Amen. Um, Brother Bill's not feeling well, so we're going to lift him up in prayer. And we're going to continue on. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 116. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 116. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Revelation. Our verse for meditation comes from the book of Revelation, Revelation 3, 19. Chapter 3, featured e-book, and it has been posted when I post the beginnings of each broadcast. Our featured e-book is the spirit of mammon, marine demons. The spirit of mammon, marine demons. Amen. And our guest call-in number remains, area code 319-527-6235, 319-527-6235, and press 1. Tonight, we're going to talk about walk in the fullness. Walk in the fullness. Walk in the fullness. Amen? Amen. Saints, the word of God is very close to us and very clear to us that God waits for us to become willing to make a daily commitment to die to ourselves our selfishness, and our self-centeredness. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I'll give you that again. The word of God is very clear to us that God waits for us to become willing to make a daily commitment to die to ourselves. Amen? Our selfishness and our own self-centeredness. Our own centeredness. Amen. Let me um, put a little note here. Amen. Amen. I almost got that right. There. There. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. God waits for us. Yes, he does. He's very patient and long-suffering with us, and he waits for us to become willing. We're not always willing, saints. He wants us to make a daily commitment to die to ourselves. Amen? To die to our selfishness, to die to our own self-centeredness. This is what the Lord wants. He wants us to accomplish this, not just sit up and listen to me talk to you about it. He wants it accomplished in our lives on a daily basis. Amen? As we grow as believers, we must gradually move away from a life that is all of our self needs. As we grow as believers, we must gradually move away from a life that is centered in all of our self-needs to a life that becomes focused on God himself, to a life that becomes focused on God himself. Many Christians never make the transition. Many Christians never make the transition. And still others never attempt it at all. They never attempt. Some attempt and don't make it, but many never attempt at all. And so they remain baby Christians their entire Christian life. And if you spend any amount of time around them, it's obvious that that's what they are. are not growing very much, and you can't take them very far either. Why? Because they're satisfied in their selfishness. They're satisfied in their Uh, self-life, everything just the way they want it to be. They're happy there. They don't want to press through barriers. They don't want to do any serious overcoming. They want to stay in their little bassinet, so to speak. They want to be there. They want to stay there. They want to sing the same old songs every week and do the same old things and go through the same old rituals, and next year is the same as every year before. That's the way they've always done it, and they they take offense if you want to bring any sort of change, any sort of uh, transformation, any sort of growth to be introduced to them. They immediately take fight back. Amen? Amen. Amen. They are too bound to the things of this world. They are too bound to the things of this world. You see, that those kinds of saints, you can't introduce 
All right, it's time for us to get rid of all of our idolatry. All of our idolatries, that is correct. All of those idols in our hearts and in our lives. All the physical representations of idolatry. They refuse to let go. They want to hold on to it. They want to keep it. And they're angry at you for telling them that they ought to do something other than what they've already done. Amen? And that's how they are. They are offended at the truth. They close their own eyes, they close their own ears, and they don't want to hear and they don't want to know. They don't want to get all involved in political things. They just gave that over to the Lord. No, that's a cop-out in Christ. Amen? They don't really want to mature. They just want to hear another sermon the next week, and that's pretty much all it is. They want the choir to sing the songs that they want to hear. If the choir comes with a new song that convicts them, they don't like it. That's the way they behave. And then they keep behaving. They've never won a soul to Christ yet. But they think they're great Christians. They witness to absolutely no one. Amen? And that's the way they behave. Amen. Their primary interests are themselves and the issues that directly affect their own world. That's the way they are. But here, we call you up higher. Amen. We call you up higher. Amen. We call you up higher. So, we need you to remember that. Amen? We need you to remember that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Whatever. Amen. Hold on. I'm trying to... Amen. Praise the Lord. So, sorry for the interruption thing. We don't want to be that way. We don't want to live our entire Christian life down here and still be in a bassinet. We haven't even we haven't even grown to the part that they'll let us in sandbox because we don't know how to behave around other saints. So we can't be in sandbox. We don't want to be that way. Yes, you've seen those kind of people. They get in a group of Christians, and all they want to do is gossip. They want to carry gossip from one to the other one to the next one and whisper and start problems and start backbiting and doing all those fleshly, carnal things. They're only interested in the social part of church. They're not interested in the spirit, just words somebody's saying. They don't really have to change their lives. Amen? So that's what carnal Christians are basically about. Amen? They don't want change. 
they want to do the same old thing. They don't want growth. Amen. In this ministry, we attempt to unveil, we attempt to unveil to the believer that there is much more to being a Christian than getting our own personal needs met. There is an entire world and even a more vast kingdom which each of us is called to affect for the better. Each of us is called to bring significant impact or change as God has designed. We are not here by accident. We are come to the kingdom for such a time. Now that scripture is found, saints, in Esther chapter 4, verse 14. Esther chapter 4, verse 14. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Well, we are called into this kingdom for such a time as this. We're here for the end time. We're here to experience the end times. We're here to affect the end times. And that's what God wants us to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. In order to participate in this transformation of us, must yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit as Jesus did. Each of us must yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit as Jesus did. This change takes place through the Holy Spirit who lives in you. That's right. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. God gives a new spirit, and he gives a new heart to his saints. Joel, Joel chapter 2. Joel, Joel chapter 2. Verse 28, amen? If you're in the Old Testament, it's Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, and then Joel, amen? Joel, chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, 
so God is saying that he's pouring out his spirit on his people. Amen? He's not going to leave us without that part of our inheritance. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. You're the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And he meant just what he said. He lives in us. He walks in us. He's our God, and we are his people, and we are the temple of the living God. A good sign to look for in your own life is that you are far more aware than ever before Christ actually lives in you. You become very much aware that you're not the only one in your body, that the Lord is there too. You are dead, and he is now living his life in you. The next sign to recognize is that you have a new heart to love God. You have a new interest, a new desire, a new passion, a new love for God. Now, if that passion and that love and that desire and that yearning for God has grown cold, you need to go to the Lord and repent, my love. That's what you need to do. You need to repent and ask him to renew a right spirit within you. Amen? You need to spend time with your Savior. You need to pour out your heart before him. It is possible for a Christian's heart to grow cold on the Lord. And should that have happened to you, for you to find your face to the carpet, it's time for you to have some serious personal time with just the Lord. It's time for you to repent of allowing yourself to grow cold and no longer be passionate and ardent for him, for your love for him to have grown cold in your heart. You need to go ask him to help you, to have mercy upon you, and to touch you once again. Amen? Amen. We, You have a new heart, not just to love God, but to serve him. You want to serve him with your life. You want to give your life to him. A drastic change from how you have been in the past. And you have a new heart to obey God. 
His commandments are no longer grievous to you. It becomes a pleasure and a joy to obey God. Amen? It becomes a pleasure and a joy to obey him. It's not a stress. It's not a strain. It's not this tug of war kind of thing. It's willing obedience. You offer yourself to the Lord. Amen? During this fast, obedience has been released over your life by the body of Christ. Keep releasing obedience to God over yourself daily. Keep releasing obedience to God over yourself daily. It's very, very important, saints. It's very, very important. Romans chapter 8, verse 12. Romans. Chapter 8, verse 12. Romans, chapter 8, verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, or we are indebted, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. We don't owe our self-flesh nature anything. We don't have to listen to it. We don't have to do what it's trying to get us to do. We don't have to pay it any mind at all. Because it's crucified. It's supposed to be dead. And things that are dead don't seem to do much talking. Amen? This scripture reminds us that we have been freed from the bondage of living in the flesh. Jesus did that for us. He freed us from that bondage. You see, before, your flesh wanted to do something and you just went with it. Well, now it's not that way. Now you actually have the ability to choose. And I highly recommend Ignoring your flesh, binding your flesh, telling it, no, I'm not eating all those cookies. No, 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 no. No, I take authority over you. No. And making that no stick. No, I'm not watching that. No, I'm not listening to that. No, I'm not participating in that. Tell your flesh no in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. That's the way we do it. Amen. We are no longer controlled by our own desires and urges for gratification. You know you've heard people say, that cake is talking to me. Well, no, it's not. That's your flesh. The cake isn't doing the thing. It's been in the oven It's thoroughly baked, and it's not saying one thing. It's minding its own business. That's you and your flesh. Your flesh is talking. You are listening. Why? Because you want to give in. That's why. Amen? 
because you want to give in. Other than that, you would tell your flesh, I don't want to do that, and mean it. Amen? Amen. That's just the way it is. Amen? Amen. The issue is that many saints have only acknowledged this freedom in certain areas of our lives. Not every area, certain areas of our lives, but not in every area. You know you still have areas where you allow yourself to do things that are completely in the flesh. I'll give you a very common one. Whining. Just whining away. Just like little children do. Just like toddlers do when they can't have their way. Just whining and whining. Well, let me tell you something, saints. That's the work of the flesh. Whining does not bring the victory. Whining does not help you to overcome. Whining does not help you to grow in faith. It serves no positive purpose in the life of a believer. So what does a a true believer do? A true believer crucifies the whining in their lives. They do. They get rid of it once and for all because it should no longer be desirable. If you used to whine or presently still so do and carry it around like it's a security blanket, you need to grow up and get rid of it. You're too old in the spirit now to still be doing those kinds of things. If you're sitting around feeling sorry for yourself for any reason at all, you need to pitch that thing. It's just the devil working through your flesh, and you need to put it down in Jesus' name. You need to shut it down. You need to tell it out loud, no. I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for myself. I'm victorious in Jesus Christ. Yes, saints, you have to talk to yourself. And you have to tell yourself what the Bible said. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Continue to press this truth against those areas which we have not fully surrendered to the Lord. So what does that mean? That means that lack of surrender place is called an open door. That's what that means. The places where we have not fully surrendered to the Lord, they're still open doors. Yes, this is a process. But we must be faithful to task and consistent. We must be faithful, task, and consistent. So, yes, you're so proud that you haven't had a drink in 15 years. But 15 years later, you are still trying to find ways to get out of fasting. And God's not giving you 
any slack in that rope. So, 15 years later, you're still overly concerned about your belly and its craving. Yes, saints, we must see this effort through to completion. We can't just sit down on past laurels and say, see what I've done? Open your eyes, saints. No runner brags that they've made the first lap. No runner brags that they've made the first lap. No, indeed. The accolades for those who finish the race. We are each responsible to be done with living our lives to gratify our own flesh, our own selves. That's right. We are each responsible. You can't blame it on anybody else. It's not going to work. The finger-pointing thing just isn't going to work. The excuse thing, the alibi thing, they're not going to work. We are each responsible to be done with living our lives to gratify our own flesh and our own selves. Rather, we are now to be engaged. Engaged, that means there's activity engaged in obeying the scriptures and the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We are to be actively and fully engaged in obeying the scriptures and the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We are to be absorbed in what God wants instead of what we want. That's right. We're to be totally absorbed in what God wants instead of what we want. What God wants should be far more important to us than what we want. Okay, you're still in Romans. Let's go to verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans. Chapter 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God. See, you have to be led by the Spirit of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So if you're a son of God, you're supposed to be being led by the Spirit of God. If you're not, what's going on with you? Amen? Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. I believe we should know this scripture by now. Then I, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 
You know, some of us have a desire to witness a certain way. We want to go to this place and that place and do this, that, and the other. But you know, if you go charging off into that without being led by the Spirit of God, you're in the flesh. You're not in the Spirit. You know, every time we go charging off in what we think, what we want, what we believe ought to be, we're in the flesh. We're not in the spirit. Every time we sit there and allow ourselves to become depressed, you know, God has given us the garment of praise for the spirit of depression and heaviness, for the spirit of oppression. And we just sit there. Don't do a thing about it and just sort of wallow in it. We're in the flesh. We're not in the spirit. Why? We're not obeying the scriptures. We're not obeying the scriptures. Two can't walk together lest they be agreed. Whenever we get an attitude and we don't bring that attitude uh, into subjection to the spirit of God in the name of Jesus, we're in the flesh. Amen. If you're still soaking and you're still pouting and you're still moping, you're you're in the flesh. If you're gouging yourself on food because you want comfort, you're in the flesh. Because the Holy Spirit is your comforter, not your fried chicken. Amen. Amen. That's a trap a lot of people fall into. They use, and they call it comfort food. They use certain foods to bring them these comforting feelings. No, you're in the flesh. If nobody can say anything to you or do some slight thing that displeases you without you flying off the handle, you're in the flesh. If you're in the spirit, you have the ability to rein that thing in. It doesn't take over every single thing. It doesn't take over. It may flare up, but it doesn't it doesn't take over. Why? Because you get a hold of it right quick like. Amen. So, I encourage you to obey the Holy Spirit's instruction. He will let you know where to go and what to do. way, you will not be so tempted to give in to your carnal nature. It is our carnal nature that keeps us, that keeps luring us away from the things that the Holy Spirit Spirit doesn't want us to do. Correction, let me say that correctly. Let me repeat that. It is our carnal nature that keeps luring us away from the things that the Holy Spirit tells us to do. The Holy Spirit tells you, I want you to do such and such, but you know it's going to be a major inconvenience for you. So if you're the person that starts to think of every single thing that that could be an excuse, 
you're in the flesh. If you start to whine to the Lord, but Lord, it's such an inconvenience, and yeah, 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 you're in the flesh. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you cry about every single thing, you're in the flesh. That's right, because the fruit of the Spirit is uh, is temperance, is self-control. If you're still blurting out of the mouth, you're in the flesh. You don't know when to bite your tongue. You don't have a filter over that. You're in the flesh. Amen? Amen. It's just those things, you know, those little foxes that spoil the vine. Yes, it's the carnal nature that keeps pulling us in the opposite direction. Each of us must give self to the things that the Holy Spirit wants us to do. We owe a debt, not to our flesh, to the Lord, really. We owe a debt, so we can't decide that we will obey the Holy Spirit on Sunday and then do our own thing on Monday. That doesn't work. Faithfulness means that we can be counted on to do the right thing consistently. Means that we can be counted on to do the right thing consistently. God is faithful. And since we're imitating our Heavenly Father as dear children and walking in love, we should be faithful too. His nature, his very nature has been placed within us. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. Jesus gave his life as our example. In First Peter... Chapter 4, 1 Peter, the Bible says, For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself. So this is a defensive weapon. Arm yourself likewise with the same mind. The mind of Christ is a defensive and offensive weapon. Fending you against the onslaught of the devil and arming you to come against the devil in the attack. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. To the will of God. These verses say that since Christ underwent suffering in order to become obedient, we must think like Jesus. We must have the very same attitude 
we must be prepared to suffer too. We must stop pleasing ourselves and sometimes important others too. Now, there are some of us that allow ourselves to come into bondage and closely. There are some of us that allow ourselves to come into bondage to other people. It may be someone that needs our help, all right? So we volunteer our help. But somewhere along the line, that person ceases to do for themselves what they could and should do, and then they throw all the weight of what they should be doing onto you. And then rather than displease this person, you just keep on carrying this yoke that Jesus Christ did not give to you. You know what I'm saying. You're carrying a burden that God never gave you. And that person is sitting back scot-free, doing almost nothing, watching you do everything for them. Well, if that's the case, go visit with your Savior. Because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He didn't intend for you to be overburdened. Amen? Amen. The kind of suffering we're talking about is not a physical injury nor disease. This suffering means the putting to death of the self-desires and appetites of the body. In this life, it is certain that you will not get your way most of the time. This is what we refer to as the sacrificial life. Amen? This is what we refer to as the sacrificial life. In the sacrificial life, there are things you don't do. In the sacrificial life, you speak up when you're supposed to speak up, and you close your mouth when you're supposed to be quiet. In the sacrificial life, you learn to listen without butting in. Amen? And the list goes on and on. In fact, you can get your own list, each of you, from Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit will help you. Holy Spirit, what do I need to do to live the sacrificial life in Christ? He'll be happy to supply you with a list just for you. He did for me. He'll do it for you, too. Amen? Sometimes it's going to mean that you refrain from arguing with certain people. In the sacrificial life, you just decide that you will not open the door to strife. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's right. In this life, The sacrificial life, it is certain 
that you will not get your way most of the time. Amen. You will learn to become content with God's provision instead of yielding again to the covetousness that you've already repented of. Amen. In the sacrificial life, you used to hit them all as soon as you got off work. You couldn't wait to go to the next store and the next store and the next store to sign up for their store credit card. In the sacrificial life, that's not how you do it. Amen. Praise the Lord. In the sacrificial life, you know, you used to go um, to the cafeteria restaurant, that style of restaurant, and fill your plate to overflowing. But in the sacrificial life, you don't. When the Holy Spirit says that's enough, that's enough. Amen. Once the Holy Spirit lives within you, you receive more knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yes, you do. In the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 26, the Gospel of John, chapter 15 and verse 26, but when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me, Jesus. The Lord tells us that the Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus to us. He'll pull back the curtain so we can see Jesus better. Amen. The Holy Spirit himself will teach us and guide us into all truth. Some of us have the habit of thinking that this only means truth in the Bible. No, this means truth in every area of life. Every single area of life. If you want to know if something you heard is the truth, consult the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth. Amen? When we choose to believe the truth of the Bible and add our faith with the promises of God, we come into experiences so that we can live, possess, and enjoy those promises. When we choose to believe the truth of the Bible, our faith with the promises of God, we come into experiences so that we can live, possess, and enjoy those promises. As these experiences are more frequent in our lives, we develop stronger faith. We develop stronger faith. Amen? 
we become eager to experience more of God. As the Holy Spirit unveils more of God's desire for your life, the better you become at facing circumstances, trials, tests, and emerging in victory. Amen? First, we accept the truth by faith. Yes, we have to use our will. For you to believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, you have to decide that you're going to believe it. It's an act of your will. First, we must accept the truth by faith, by an act of our will. Then we begin to act as led by the Holy Spirit. Then we enter into an experience where the word becomes a reality in our lives. Now, saints, you've heard the testimonies of other saints and even yourself many times, and you know that you're listening to an active reality of scriptures being played out in the natural world. Amen. Think about your own testimony. The Lord did this, the Lord did that, the Lord did the other, and then scriptures come to you that verify this was the Lord doing this. And it's marvelous in our eyes. Amen. And that leads to the praise that Psalm 150 talks about. It leads his actions in our lives, his responses to our prayers and our needs, should evoke and bring forward effervescent praise Psalm 150 speaks of. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. How wonderful he is, how powerful he is, how great he is, how faithful he is, how wonderful he is, and on and on. How merciful he is. We talk about how great is our God. That's giving him praise. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Saints, the work of the Holy Spirit is not automatic. Like the street lights coming on and going off. No. He's not on a timer. Each of us must continually yield or give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit. It's a continual work 
You don't do it once and then sit down. It doesn't work that way. It's continual. It's daily, every single day, every single day, every single day. As long as you continue to release your faith and to act upon the truths which the Holy Spirit reveals to you, you will continue to grow and to mature. That's right. You will continue to grow in faith. The Holy Spirit will continue to challenge you. If you continue to obey, you will grow in faith and you will mature. They'll finally let you out of sandbox. But if you fail to reach out by faith, to believe, hold, and to act on what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you, your experience will be limited. That's right. Well, why is God doing all of this for this one and all of that for the other one? Because they're staying in faith and they're yielding and obeying. That's why. God's not doing that much for me. Maybe you need to get going doing certain things. Amen? 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. You shouldn't still be trying to be worldly once you've received God's spirit. You should be shunning worldliness. Amen? That's the truth that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We have received, saints, not the spirit of the world. We don't have that spirit. And we shouldn't be desirous of doing things that the world does. But now we have the spirit which comes directly from God so that we might know the things that he has freely given us. Amen? So let's review. Each of us must receive these revelations or new knowledge from the Holy Spirit. Each of us must continue to yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Each of us must present ourselves to God and expect him to bring about a transformation in our lives which is ongoing, being changed into Christ's image so that we can walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is an ongoing, continuing change. We don't just start it and say, okay, I've done that, and sit down. 
No, it's continual. It's every day. It's ongoing. We never stop. We cannot walk in the fullness of the Spirit in our own strength. It's not even possible. Remember Jesus told us that without him, we can do nothing. Amen? If you're still craving doing those things that you used to do out in the world, you're definitely in the flesh. You need to go spend time with your Savior and Lord. You need to come to the realization that you do not belong to yourself. You were bought with a price, and that price was the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You belong to him now. You can't give yourself to every single thing that the world does. You can't participate in every single thing that the world does. Because some things are what I call holy prohibited. You're holy now. God tells us to be holy for he is holy. So there are things that are just off the page for you. And if you choose to remain a Christian, which I pray that you do, they're gone for good. Amen. Amen. It is so. Oh, it is so. Amen. As you walk, as you continually yield yourself, release your faith, and act, A-C-T, that means you got to get up off it and do something, whatever he says to do, on what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you through his word. The Holy Spirit will bring you into an experience where you are continually being changed into Christ's image. That's right. Amen. It's the truth. It's real. It's real. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all, with open faith, beholding as in a glass or as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. You see, we keep looking in this Bible. We keep seeing who we really are. We keep seeing who we ought to become. And as we continue to dwell therein, to give attention to readings, to give attention to seeking the Lord and obeying his word, we are gradually changed. Amen? 
We look back and we are no longer the person we used to be when we started. We've become a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. I pray that you got something out of that. I did. After all these years preaching it to you, I got something out of it too. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That you got something out of it. And there's some of you, I pray that you recast it. Because this word needs to sink deep into your heart. Deep into your heart. I mean it needs to sink in. Because you've been binding your flesh and you've been loosing the word. But this will help you. Amen? It will help you. So I want to thank the Lord for his grace. I want to thank him for the word tonight. I want to thank him for his power being released. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to go. Amen. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. I got to do a little technical work here. Praise you, Jesus. I pray that you had a very fruitful fast so far. I know I did. The Lord has been working in my heart and in my thoughts and in my understanding. And he's been showing me things that I did not see before. He's been showing me things that I did not see before and telling me what he wants and expects out of me and telling me what I don't have to do too. Amen? God is real. He's not a figment of our imagination. He's not... The man upstairs, he's not over there somewhere. He's right here in this life with us. He's in us and he's with us. Amen? So, our guest call-in number remains area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. And we're going to go to our guest call-in. Amen. We're going to go to our guest call-in. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to go to area code 818. Area code 818, you're on the air. Hi, Pastor. Thank you for taking my call. And thank you for all the help you've been providing me. You know, um, you know, through your emails, I thank you. Um, I'm calling you today because I, I just have like an extra prayer I need. I mean, I, I and I'm going to go report on the the praise report that you know so much of what God's having me do with the diet and just different things. Um, now they did even more testing, like all kinds of endocrine testing, and thank God for a woman my age, it came out all normal. She said I'm her first patient where. The endocrinologist said, I'm her first patient where she's just solely helping me for weight loss without any other endocrine 
um, issues. So I praise God for that. But um, in spite of doing all all this, like I'm I'm really having a lot of fatigue, um, pain. Just like my body, it still hurts really to move, and I just um, you know, and it's just I really feel like there's still like a, a block that's just feels like something's just like weighing on me like physically and it's just so hard I'm like trying to you know I'm doing you know trying to do everything moving forward but there's something pushing me back and I just really want to um ask God just for extra prayer and and any bad news like the one thing like I really want my um this hernia because it's a really massive hernia it's like 80 percent of my intestines but um like the doctor wants to do weight loss surgery in six months and then in, in a year later um, do the hernia surgery. And then I still have a cyst that may need to be removed. So I, like it's so far down the road and I, I just believe in God as my healer. Like uh, I'm losing the weight on my own. I'm down 61 pounds. I mean, not on my own, just what God told me what to do and it's working. So I really, if I don't need that kind of surgery, I'd rather not. I'd rather just lose it the way God told me, but I am just really asking God, to help if you know i know i believe he can heal even like this huge hernia um because it's really painful like right now i'm in a lot i'm in severe pain with it and um and i don't know if that's what's causing the fatigue and just i don't know i just really need prayer to push through um physically i'm just like even though the tests thank god are going well i'm physically not feeling well when it comes to like pain and inflammation so Hmm. And then Lee oh, also okay. he wanted me to put up for his eyes. He's uh he had his surgery and there's like um a little bit of a complication with swelling and stuff, but he's saying God answer prayers for him too and he can't deny it. That's another praise report I'm gonna have to put um on the report too. But um but this is like where his right now his eyes the surgery. But those two things. <laughs> well, you know, the focus of the fast was a scripture in Matthew. Let me find my sheet too. Matthew chapter 8. We're going to Matthew chapter 8. And beginning with verse 6. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under... Excuse me, under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Amen? So, in the name of Jesus, Father, as the body of Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we speak healing over our sister's body in Jesus' name. We command the inflammation to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. We command the source of the pain to be healed in Jesus' name. You said to us, Lord, by your stripes we have been healed. So that healing, 
we release now to her and to others who are in pain right now in the name of Jesus. We command that pain and its source to be bound in Jesus' name to come up and out. All that pain, come out now. We command you in the name of Jesus, come out of us. Come out, come out, all the pain, all the pain, all the pain, the whole source of it, the whole ball root of it. Come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels. We bind the spirits that are trying to push her back, and we push back against them in the name of Jesus. We bind them. We send them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We release the victory that you purchased for her, Lord, on the cross of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. On the cross of Calvary, he purchased this for you. It's yours. Take it in Jesus' name. I receive it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you feel something after this, you speak to that in Jesus' name, and you command it to get out. It has no right to be there. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. The very power of God lives inside you. Amen? Use your authority. Can I command the intestines to go back? Where they belong yes. and for the stomach muscle, yes. the heart, you know, to yes. feel. Yes. I don't want her. Yes. I don't want to yes. want her. Yes. Yes. I'll do it. He tell you in the Bible, if you speak to the mountain and you don't doubt in your heart, it'll do what you tell it to do. Didn't he tell yeah, you that? Yeah. He did, and I believe okay. it. You know, because there's so many, you know, okay, so I have to fight this. If you daughter. believe it, then, hey, if you believe it, act on it. Act on it every day. Okay. You believe, I do believe it when it. you act on it. Act on it every day. I, okay. Take authority over it every day. Tell it to obey the scriptures every day. Read the scriptures to it every day. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for taking the swelling down in his eyes. You were wounded for our transgression. You were bruised for our our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes we are healed, Lord. So we are healed in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. All right. You go with that. We love you. God bless you. you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Code nine five two, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Pastor. I um, I'm I'm calling in because 
I have, well, I don't have, I don't claim anything. I do the mind surface, but a lot of times when I start to read the scripture or worship stuff, I just totally can't think. I totally forget. It's totally gone what I was doing. Just disappears. And the other thing is, I got a report from the doctor the other day that I need a total knee replacement on my right and right afterwards a little bit my left, on my left and my right will need it. But my thing is I'm believing God to help me. If he don't, I want to make sure that this is the right doctor to go to for the surgery, the right hospital, and the right people to be around because I would totally be by myself. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power I command that spirit to come out. The spirit is clouding her short-term memory. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All of those demons that have been attacking her short-term memory, I curse you with the blood of Jesus Christ. Come out of her. Come out of her now. Come out of her now. Dementia, you are bound in Jesus' name. And all the spirits that work with you, fogginess, brain fog, you're bound in Jesus' name. Weakness. Weakness. Losing your balance. All of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Stumbling. You're bound in Jesus' name. Hindered mobility. You're bound in Jesus' name. Ball and socket joints. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. See, you have to fight that spirit. You have to fight it every time. 
and you have to possession literally of your own sound mind. Amen. That spirit's not just attacking you. It's attacking a whole lot of people. <laughs> but you have to rise up and bind the spirits that are attempting to take your thoughts away. And you have to take, by faith, possession of the sound mind that God has given you. Amen. And you have Amen. to ask the Holy Spirit not only to lead you into battle, but to help you overcome. Yes, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. amen. Father, yeah. we thank you. We heard our. We stand yeah. with our sister. She's presented her prayer request to you, Lord. We thank you for your direct intervention, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for releasing your warring angels in this matter, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for releasing your ministering spirits in these matters, in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you for the grace. We thank you for the wisdom. We thank you for the word of truth. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your miracle-working power release, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Area code 209, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Amen. That person has stepped away. Area code 802, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Yep. Hi, Pastor. Hi. Sabrina, this is Steve Park. Lori's, um, you know Lori Monahan. I'm at her home tonight. Uh And tell you what happened to my brother. He got shot in Mississippi in the back. And before that, he would keep calling me and saying bad things about me and all kinds of stuff. It it was a lot of sin. And I just keep hanging up. But when he got shot in the back, it changed his whole life. He says, Steve, he was always my good brother. And he says, I'm mm. awful sorry what I did to you. And I said, don't worry about it, Jimmy. I says, everything's going to be okay. I said, it's over the dam. And I says, you've already forgiven me uh, yourself, not me. i already forgiven yourself from it. And you're talking wonderful to me now for the last three, four weeks. And um, Pastor Sabrina, I'd like you to say a prayer for my brother, Jimmy Jim, uh, Jimmy Park. All right. We'll do that. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift Jimmy to you. And it seems, Lord, like Jimmy had a breakthrough. After he got shot in the back, he started taking you more serious than before. We want to thank you for the breakthrough. 
We want to thank you, Lord, that it doesn't stop with just the breakthrough, that he continues to become a faithful and solid Christian, filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Word of God, obeying you, trusting you, loving you, loving himself, and loving others. We remit his sins and the sins of his ancestors in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for giving him a new lease on life and a new chance a new opportunity to live for you while he's still in the earth. We thank you for the love of his brother in Jesus' name and his support. We ask you to bless them both, Lord, and help them to grow together in love in Christ in Jesus' name. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it. We thank you for healing that back in Jesus' holy name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. 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 God bless you. We love you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Well, saints, it's about time that we get around to our adjudication. You know, saints, these adjudications are extremely important. When we offer them before the Lord, he takes it serious. And he brings us to a place of agreement in him where the work that he wants to do is being done. Amen? Amen. So we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning this. Big tech has been on the radar of many pro-American politicians and litigators for some time now. And the recent takeover of Twitter by Elon Musk has only exacerbated the issue. Musk has indicated that he will release internal Twitter documents detailing censorship and government collusion. This has Democrats, the Biden administration, big tech firms, and their handlers at the Chinese Communist Party very concerned, almost like a cornered animal that is about to get caught, company that has expressed far-left status and establishment views time and time again have come out against the new Twitter threatening to delist it from the app store because of Musk's commitment to free speech. One could say that this is simply an empty virtue signal, but those more benign intentions end when one considers who it is that Apple Corporation is beholden to, the Chinese Communist Party. The computer manufacturing giant allegedly relies on Chinese slave labor and has acquiesced to requests from the CCP to censor ongoing protests in the country. While Democrats and the left stay largely silent on both the ongoing protests in China and the subversive role of the CCP in American sociopolitics, One political figure is not staying silent. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other Republicans, I'll put these in the chat room um, when I um, finish things. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other Republicans 
this week said that Apple's alleged threat to remove Twitter from its app store warrants congressional investigation. That would be a huge, huge mistake, and it would be a really raw exercise of monopolistic power that I think would merit a response from the United States Congress, DeSantis told an audience in Duval County, Florida. On Tuesday, the old regime at Twitter attempted to suffocate the dissent in regards to COVID-19 reporting, DeSantis said, adding that Apple is acting as a vassal of the Chinese Communist Party while using corporate power in the United States to suffocate Americans. The governor appeared to have been referring to reports that Apple blocked some features of its popular airdrop service for only Chinese users prior to widespread protest regimes zero COVID policies. The Florida governor was referring to a claim from new Twitter owner Elon Musk post on Monday that Apple, considered the world's most valuable company, threatened to remove the Twitter app from its app store. Apple has not yet issued a public comment on the matter. Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America, Musk asked on Twitter. Apple has also threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, he posted, but won't tell us why. The tech billionaire also directly asked CEO, CEO Tim Cook, what's going on? Outside of DeSantis and other Republicans, other Republicans said that Apple and Google have too much control over the Internet via their respective app downloading stores. Removing Twitter from both would mean that the social media app would be heavily heavily limited in its growth and usage. Parler, a social media platform favored by conservatives, was removed from the App Store, Google Play, and Amazon Web Services days after the January 6th Capitol incident. For more than a month, the website was not accessible, and data shows that its usage significantly dropped during that time period and has never recovered. This is why we need to end the App Store. Oh, my goodness. My Lord, they're going to take action. Okay, before the end of this year, they're going to do something. No one should have this kind of market power. Ken Buck, Republican of Colorado, wrote, Senator Marshall Blackburn, Republican of Tennessee, who co-sponsored a Senate measure targeting pulling Google currently, have a stranglehold on companies and have used their leverage to bully businesses. Governor Ron DeSantis has issued a not-so-thinly-veiled threat to the company, indicating that if Apple removes Twitter from the Apple Store, Congress will respond under the guise of antitrust measures. In the first quarter of 2022, Apple was the top advertiser on Twitter, spending $48 million and accounting for more than 4% of total revenue for the period, the Washington Post reported, citing an internal Twitter document. Cook, Apple's CEO, has not yet weighed in on Musk's comments. 
When asked about possibly removing Twitter from the App Store in an interview on November 15th, he replied, they say that they are going to continue to moderate, and so I count on them to do that. Twitter rolled back a policy that was aimed at tackling misinformation related to COVID-19 on the social media platform. The specific measures that Twitter will drop were not immediately clear. Effective November 23, 2022, Twitter is no longer enforcing the COVID-19 misleading information policy, according to an update on its blog page. Statistics published by Twitter say that it has suspended more than 11,000 accounts for breaking its COVID rules and removed about 100,000 pieces of content, according to CNN. Top Biden administration officials, including Surgeon General Murthy, had praised Twitter's prior policies and told other big tech firms to adopt similar regimens. Can't see that. And in early 2020, Musk told analysts on a call that he does not favor COVID-19 lockdowns. I would call it forcibly imprisoning people in their homes against all their constitutional rights, in my opinion, and breaking people's freedom in ways that are horrible and wrong and not why people came to America or built this country, Musk stated at the time. It's an outrage. Meanwhile, Musk has announced plans to offer general, a general amnesty this week for some users that Twitter has previously banned for violating its rules. Accounts for former President Donald Trump, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, and others have already been reinstated in recent days. Musk took over Twitter on October 27th, paying $44 billion for the company, and has moved quickly to initiate a number of changes. October 29th, he would set up a content moderation council with with widely diverse viewpoints although later he said that left-wing pressure groups broke an agreement with him and have told companies to stop advertising on Twitter. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Righteous Judge, for your adjudications. We're requesting adjudications from the Righteous Judge concerning the parents of a 14-year-old girl who suffers from a rare degenerative kidney condition Say Luke University Hospital in Durham, North Carolina, denied their daughter a life-saving kidney transplant because she didn't get the COVID-19 shot. Chrissy Hicks, the mother of Eulila Hicks, shared with Fox News the recording of a phone conversation she had with Duke Health Kidney Specialist. I can't require you to do anything. I can recommend these things, but if you don't follow our recommendations, then Eulila can't be a transplant candidate here. Being unvaccinated to the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, recommended vaccinations based on her age is part of that. The specialist can be heard telling the mother. The Hicks family said Eulila, who suffers from senior Loken syndrome, had covid and recovered and therefore has natural immunity. I said, so basically you're telling us if she does not get the vaccine, then she's not getting the transplant, the mother told uh, Tucker Carlson on Friday. 
And the hospital said, yes, that is the one thing that is holding us up. The girl's father, Lee Hicks, said, we've been up front the entire time. We've been seen at Duke for the last two years that we're not comfortable with the vaccine. And so they knew all along that we were not comfortable with this. And it wasn't a requirement. It was a recommendation, according to the doctors at first, until the very end. It was after a nine-hour medical workup two months ago that the doctors and hospital officials decided or told us that this was going to be a highly recommended slash requirement for her to get a vaccine before she could get the transplant, he added. Chrissy and Lee Hicks have eight biological children and three adopted children, including Yulila, who they adopted, ouch, uh uh-oh, from Ukraine. So much for that. Amen. This is going to be interesting. Last January, the mother said that the family has retained a lawyer to fight a legal battle with Duke Hospital. But we don't want Yulila's life caught up with the litigation. We're hoping that a medical center can step forward and say, come here and we'll give you the transplant without the vaccination. An online campaign is raising money for Yulila's kidney transplant. Researchers from Maccabi Healthcare and Tel Aviv University in Israel found last year that natural immunity affords longer-lasting and stronger protection against infection, symptomatic disease, and hospitalization. This is the largest real-world observational study comparing natural immunity gained through previous SARS-CoV-2 infection to vaccine-induced immunity afforded by the BNT 162B2M RNA vaccine, the researchers said. Other studies have also shown that people who've already contracted the coronavirus will likely have lifetime immunity. Well, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the American Civil Liberties Union of Tennessee threatened to file a formal complaint to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services against a Memphis-based hospital after it temporarily stopped performing gender-affirming surgery. Rachel Powers, a Methodist, Lee Bonher, Healthcare spokesperson said in a statement Wednesday that the hospital temporarily paused its gender affirming services after some providers voiced questions. She asserted that the hospital remains committed to delivering quality and compassionate care to all patients, regardless of race, gender, religion, national orientation, sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression. In recent weeks, some care providers voiced questions about patients receiving gender-affirming procedures at a facility affiliated with our health system, Powers wrote. This resulted in a temporary pause to review current practices. The hospital has not changed its practices regarding trans-identifying individuals, Powers said. 
adding that physicians are moving forward with rescheduling patients before the end of the year. In a letter last week to the hospital, the ACLU Tennessee stated that it was deeply concerned over the hospital's decision to change its policy regarding surgeries for trans-identifying individuals. Last month, the legal ad client, 19-year-old Chris Evans, had a surgery appointment canceled after the hospital temporarily halted such procedures. ACLU Tennessee argued that the hospital had engaged in unlawful discrimination based on sex under Section 1557 of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act and violated protections under the Americans with Disability and Rehabilitation Act. The legal advocacy group demanded the hospitals promptly rectify its unlawful actions by rescheduling its client's surgery and any additional support services before December 31st of this year. The organization threatened to file a complaint with Health and Human Services if its client's appointment was not rescheduled before the deadline. All people should be able to access necessary medical care without fear of discrimination because of who they are. ACLU Tennessee staff attorney Lucas Cameron Vaughn stated in a statement last week, denial of health care results in a life-threatening situation for all patients. Methodist Healthcare is risking the lives of its patients by jumping into culture wars. Discrimination does not belong in health care. Delano Squires, a research fellow in the Richard and Helen DeVos Center for Life, Religion, and Family at the conservative think tank of Heritage Foundation, hopes Tennessee lawmakers would do everything in their power to protect children in the state. We do recognize, however, that in the long term, it will be hard for politicians to outlaw what medical professionals affirm. He wrote in a Wednesday statement, this is why doctors and public health organizations must remember one of the bedrock principles of bioethics to which they all swore, first do no harm. The policy expert noted that potential physical and emotional harms associated with chemical and surgical transitioning. He argues against doctors prescribing such life-altering steps for someone experiencing temporary discomfort with their body. This is why the Heritage Foundation believes every hospital across the country, especially those that specialize in treating children, should immediately stop any and all treatments that attempt to chemically or surgically transition patients, Squires wrote. The provision of sex change surgeries at another Tennessee hospital made headlines earlier this year. As reported, the Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville ceased performing sex change surgeries on minors following a September 28th letter from State Representative uh, Jason Zachary and other Tennessee House Republicans. The letter asked the Vanderbilt Board of Directors to take immediate action by halting all permanent gender transition surgeries being performed on minor children and honor all conscientious objectors whose religious beliefs prohibit their engagement in certain medical procedures. In a September letter to the state representative, uh, Deputy CEO and Chief Health Systems Officer 
uh, Wright Tenson wrote that the hospital is pausing gender affirmation surgeries on patients under 18 while it conducts a clinical review to ensure compliance with all recently issued guidelines from the World Professional Association of Transgender Health. Tenson claimed that the policies and practices allow employees to request an accommodation to be excused from participating in surgeries or procedures they believe are morally objectionable. Zachary's letter came after a report accused the hospital of providing gender-affirming hormone therapy and pubertal blocking to trans-identified youth. The report also highlighted a video showing a Vanderbilt health law expert disparaging conscientious objections, saying if you don't want to do this kind of work, don't work at Vanderbilt. An archived version of the hospital's webpage captured on August 31st removes a list of services the hospital provides to trans-identified children, but still mentioned that the clinic provides care to gender variant and transgender children and adolescents. The webpage said the hospital offers a setting for your family to receive education and resources regarding medical transition. Before we begin such treatments as pubertal blocking or gender-affirming therapy, we require a letter from a mental health provider and informed consent, the modified webpage read. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a new peer research center analysis finds that nearly a quarter of 198 countries and territories analyze use police and government force on religious groups who disobeyed COVID-19 worship restrictions. The new analysis published on November 29th and included in its 13th annual report on restrictions on religion from 2020 shows how public health measures during the coronavirus pandemic impacted religious groups during the year it hit globally. In nearly a quarter of countries, governments use physical force, such as arrests and raids, to make religious groups comply with the COVID-19 public health measures, the Pew study reads. The report suggests that raids to make religious groups comply with COVID-19 public health issues suggest that at least one type of force was used against religious groups in at least 46 countries or territories. The use of force resulted in detentions in at least 40 countries or territories, physical assault in 11, property damage, confiscation or raids in 10, in 10 displacements in 4, and deaths in 3. In Camaros, Gabon, and Nepal, Authorities used tear gas to disperse religious gatherings that violated lockdown orders. The report cited the April 2020 arrest of 15 people attending a rabbi's funeral in New Jersey for violating the state's stay-at-home order, noting that the arrest came after some mourners became disorderly and argumentative when police tried to turn the crowd away. The report found that in 69 countries, one or more Religious groups defied public health measures imposed during the pandemic, including the U.S. and Canada. In Canada, several church, whoops, 
Several church leaders were arrested, jailed, and fined for continuing to hold in-person worship restrictions. As reported, Louisiana pastor Tony Spell faced criminal charges after holding services with over hundreds of attendees in violation of the governor's stay-at-home orders. In other countries, there have been multiple incidents of Christian groups being targeted for failing to comply with COVID-19 safety measures. In South Korea, authorities reportedly raided the headquarters of whatever church this is of Jesus, claims that the group violated restrictions on public gatherings and contributed to the spread of the virus. The group's leader allegedly refused to share membership lists with authorities to track the spread of the virus. According to the U.S. State Department, two Christians died died after being beaten in police custody following accusations of violating COVID-19 curfews. The Pew Report also covers incidents in which private individuals or organizations have targeted different religious groups with accusations. In addition to Jews and Muslims being targeted, Christian groups were also accused by private individuals and organizations in nine countries of spreading COVID-19. In Egypt, conspiracy theories blame the pandemic on the Coptic or Orthodox Christian minority, which international Christian observers said exacerbated the discrimination the minority group already faced, Pew reports. Pandemic-related social hostilities against religious groups, which involve physical violence or vandalism by private individuals or organizations, occurred in four different countries, India, Argentina, Italy, and the United States. In Turkey, an Armenian Orthodox church's door was set on fire, and news reports said the man told the police that he acted because they, Armenian Christians, brought the coronavirus to Turkey, the report reads. Meanwhile, the number of countries with either high or very high levels of government restrictions remained the same. At 57 countries, 29% from 2019 to 2020, a peak number for the study. At the same time, the number of countries with high or very high levels of social hostilities fell from 43 countries to 20% in 2020, which was below the peak of 65 countries, 33% recorded in 2012. Another Pew Research study from July 2022 reveals that compared to other countries, Americans remain mainly divided on whether there is a need for COVID-19 restrictions. About half of Americans say wearing masks around other people indoors has been extremely effective or very effective at limiting the spread of the coronavirus. A similar share say limiting activities and interactions with other people has been extremely or very effective. The July study states, still for both measures, roughly as many Americans describe these actions as no more than somewhat effective at limiting the spread of the coronavirus. The July study reveals that Americans are less likely to see the coronavirus outbreak as a major threat to their personal health than in earlier stages of the outbreak. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning In 2017, scientists created a bio bag that functioned as an artificial womb, W-O-M-B, 
and they used it to grow a baby lamb. Now, a new concept has been unveiled showing how the same could be done for humans. In recently released footage, Hashem al-Ghali shows what childbirth might look like tomorrow. Specifically, he created an artificial womb facility named Ectolife. Its purpose? In an exclusive interview, he says he thinks the ectolife concept could one day supplant traditional birth. In so doing, he said society would finally be able to meet the needs of parents who tried, who are tired of waiting for a response from an adoption agency, and those who are worried about pregnancy complications. But most importantly, he says ectolife could allow us to confront the infertility crisis head-on. Currently, the World Health Organization estimates that 15% of reproductive-age couples worldwide are affected by infertility. Indeed, over the last 70 years, fertility rates worldwide have decreased by a staggering 50%. Reasons for this decline include, among other things, women's increased education. Yeah, keep them dumb and pregnant increased employment and the high cost of raising children, and a drop in global sperm count. 23 countries are already at risk, with Japan, Spain, Portugal, Thailand, and South Korea at the forefront of the crisis. There's no mention of the impact of COVID-19 injections. According to Al Ghali, the artificial womb concept of ectolife would be life-changing for many who struggle to conceive. It's a perfect solution for women who have had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. It could also help solve issues that stem from low sperm count, he said enthusiastically, adding that technologies like it could ultimately make miscarriage a thing of the past. There's no mention of the impact of COVID injections. It seems probable that we are only several years away from testing artificial wombs on human subjects. Social ethics and policy academic Elizabeth Chloe Romanus wrote, meanwhile, wrote something in the Journal of Medical Ethics. Meanwhile, Dr. Carlo Belletti, associate professor at Yale University's Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Science Department thinks that a a fully functioning artificial womb could be realized within the next 10 years. The X, okay, there's a video that we don't have. Well, this video shows that the first step prospective parents must take is having their eggs and sperm combined in a via in vitro fertilization. Hmm. Now, saints, the Lord says to tell you what he told me. The Lord said that when you do this, what you've actually created is a bastard. That's what he told me. He told me that years ago because I happened to uh, know of a person who, or couple rather, who decided to do this. And so I asked him about it, and he told me what they made was a bastard. So there you now have that piece of information. 
This was, would allow them to select only viable and genetically superior embryos. He clarifies that genetically superior embryos are primarily those which are free from genetic issues that would result in miscarriage. However, he notes that the process could also be used to screen for birth defects as it is already common practice in most IVF treatments. But that's not all. This would also offer patients the ability to genetically engineer their embryo before implanting it into the artificial womb through the use, oh, here we go again, of the CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how we got the COVID issue. That's part of the COVID issue right there, CRISPR. This would create the opportunity to fix any inherited genetic diseases that are part of your family history so that your baby and their offspring will live a healthy, comfortable life free of genetic diseases. This may seem far-fetched, however, since he pointed out that CRISPR has already been used to correct a genetic mutation in human embryos that is linked to a condition known as hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which causes the heart muscle to thicken. According to him, the echo Ectolife facility is also envisioned in making extensive use of artificial intelligence, with one of its uses being to provide each baby with custom nutrients tailored to their needs. Another use of artificial intelligence in the Ectolife concept would be to monitor the physical features of your baby and report any potential abnormalities for deviations from normal gestation. Once the baby reaches full maturity, According to the video, the birth process can be done with just the push of a button, which will cause the full am, amniotic fluid to drain from the growth pod. The impact on humanity could be profound. Will they be homo sapiens? How much will a baby made to order cost? Is there a cheaper version if no customization or modification is requested? Is there a return for faulty goods policy? The answers to these questions don't bear thinking about. It's one of the most disgusting and dehumanizing notions the technocrats have devised so far. So glad there is a God. Amen. I'm so glad there is a God. Amen. Amen. I am so glad. There is a God, and I'm also glad that Brother Marshall is going to come and lead us into prayer concerning these adjudications. Amen. Thank you, Father. You hear what we're going to ask even before we ask, Father, and we thank you that you sent Jesus to be with us by his Spirit. We thank you for the Holy Ghost guiding us into all truth. Thank you for the Spirit of Adoption, Father. We thank you that we can come boldly before your throne of grace because of the blood of covenant. <clears throat> and, Father, you said at the end of Jude, you said, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him who was able to to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. The last verse, verse 25, to the only wise God, not the AI God, the real creator God, to the only wise God, our Savior, 
be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. So, Father, <clears throat> your word is forever settled in heaven. This fellow that's trying to help the uh, the WEF, he, he speaks like uh, the uh, WEF group, the global elite, think they're like God. They, think, they sound like an antichrist spirit, Father. They think that, you know, there's some people who believe that there's a God in the heavens. Of course, we know that's not true. They, that's what they say. So what did Satan like to do? He said, did you say, did God really say, <clears throat> if you're the son of God, he questioned Jesus. So, Father, he likes to question things. He likes to puff up himself as if he's something. So we ask for adjudication, Father, every one of these situations, Father God, including this business, with trying to um, cut back on the funding for Elon Musk's new purchase of Twitter, Father God, through Apple. A lot of people like Apple, and yet Apple has done some very unkind things uh, to the people in uh, China <clears throat> that were locked down with the zero COVID policy. Was that zero COVID policy to protect them? You know what the policy was about. Is it all about control? Are all of these things about control? About people that were not really elected but selected trying to ram through things in this country. And a lot of people, a lot of things have been exposed. And we know Elon Musk is just a human being. He's not walking on water unless it's frozen. He's not really, and he's actually involved with Starlink, I think he is anyway. And all these things that mm, may be funded by the federal government and things that are not necessarily beneficial. <clears throat> things that could be used for monitoring everybody's movements and controlling them. So, Father, we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication that you send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to these people at Apple, Father God. Cause them to not jump and do things to please, uh, what did, um, kind of upset I got that in. What did uh, the governor of Florida call them? Uh, I forget how he put it here. It was it was rather appropriate. Oh, vassals. He, DeSantis called Apple acting as a vassal, which is like a slave of the CCP, or the Communist Chinese Party. And that's rather bold, but it's also rather accurate. So, Father God, at least from what I've heard, because what do I know? <laughs> we all know what we hear. But are we listening to what God says? Because he says, hey, I loved every human being. He loves the people that are human beings still at Apple. But a lot of spirits are involved in trying to change the human genome, trying to change the human race to a combination of a human, God created, and AI, which is satanically twisted, changed. And how are they changing it? It isn't necessarily just through the vaccine, although that may be part of it. So, Father God, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, these things, that you wake up the people of the world, not just the United States, not just Europe, every nation, not just, oh, dear Lord, not just, we do pray for the peace of Jerusalem, not just the people in Jerusalem and Israel, Father God, but one of the highest vaccination rates of any nation, Father God, because what? Because Satan, he's been trying to kill off the little Jewish baby boys for a long time. He tried to kill off baby Jesus, didn't he? When he was born, he was just a little Jewish boy. They tried to kill him over in Bethlehem, and they killed all those children two and under. They don't like children, Father God, and so they're trying to do nasty, nasty things. Father, we ask your divine intervention 
that you'll save the children. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be, shall be saved. And you said, Father God, that, you, that Jesus speaking in, in Matthew, I guess I shouldn't paraphrase it. I'd rather hear your words anyway than mine. Cut that up with a big in Matthew eighteen fourteen. Cut that was You don't I'm just gonna turn there and make sure I get it. Eighteen fourteen. Help me Jesus. Help me Jesus. Eighteen fourteen. Jesus speaking, red letters. Even so, it is not the will of your father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Because who who created them? The only creator God. Satan cannot create anything. He's a good copycat. He likes to copycat. He likes to think he's going to exalt his throne above the Most High, and that's what he's trying to do. Not just with that nonsense with with Apple trying to put uh, the financial thumbscrews on Twitter and all these things trying to control anybody to do the opposite of what the Satanists want them to do, to get rid of children, to cause children to not be able to produce human-created children, Father God. Why, why would they want to do that? Oh, because Satan's terrified because sometimes somebody's going to get filled with the Holy Ghost and be a, a amazing, strong prophet like Samuel. You know, he did some amazing things. He had intimate fellowship with the Lord. When he started out, he was just a little boy, just like the rest of us, little boys and girls. And we all got to be taught the Lord. He didn't know the word of the Lord until he got taught. But yeah, that's why Satan's terrified. Some people could be prophets like Samuel and do amazing things. How about... Was Jesus the prophet that that was foretold? Some people says that in the Gospel of John several places. I think it's chapter 6, chapter 7. And they said, was this the prophet? Is this the Messiah, the anointed one, the only Savior? And Satan doesn't want that. He already made a mistake once. But the princes of this world knew who Jesus was. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But they didn't know. They, he, they lost, Satan lost his legal right to this earth when he destroyed him, tried to, on the cross, but he lost his right. He destroyed himself. Fascinating. Absolutely amazing. God allowed his word to come in the flesh and be killed and to die because God can't die. Father God never died. Jesus, God the word, temporarily laid down his life that he might take it again. Like it says in John chapter 10, verse 17, that's what happens when we as the blood of Christ have fellowship and take his living blood into us we receive his spirit his blood into us and we are the body of christ and when the body of christ wakes up to what that really means that we have his name in our lips and in our heart and when we find out what his name really means because jesus is what's sent in the name of the father who's the only savior that's what it says god is the only savior and jesus is the savior father god sent his son to be the savior of the world so we ask you to save the children all those in harm's way including this 14 year old girl who was put on the kidney transplant list, this young lady that came over from, from Ukraine, Father God, Yulia, I think, Yulia Hicks. Father, we ask you to have mercy on her. I ask you to send your word. You can heal her, which doesn't even need a kidney transplant. You can do supernatural. You have extra spare parts, extra kidneys up in heaven, and you said if we would confess our sins, you're faithful just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If she was adopted, there may be some generational issues that our adoptive parents don't know about. So if we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to grant you, Leah, and her adoptive parents the understanding that they need, that they can appropriate what Jesus paid for to make us all every wet whole in Jesus' name. Because you said, if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts, Father, you've raised Christ Jesus from the dead, we'll be sozo. 
will be saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken. Did Jesus restore the parts that were missing from the lepers? They had fingers that fallen off, ears that fell off. How about the ear that uh, Peter cut off in the garden when they were coming? So should we bear the sword, Lord? He told them to have at least two swords. That means not enough swords. We don't need, because the battles of our warfare are not carnal. We don't need machetes, and, and we don't need uh, bazookas and all that stuff. We just need the word of the living God. That's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Father, we ask you to circumcise the hearts of those at this, uh, at this university that is postponing Duke University Hospital. Is that what it's called? A Duke Health Kidney uh, Specialist. The people there at that hospital, Father God, to cause them to wake up and find out, you know, these vaccines were never beneficial for children any children. In fact, they're beginning to find out they're rather detrimental. But all the statistics that are coming out, how many people, after they got the vaccine, if it's honestly reported, many more people having terrible side effects and many horrible deaths died suddenly, affecting a few back in, in 2020, a few more in 2021, a whole lot more in 2022 died suddenly. Why did that happen? Just a coincidence after the vaccine. What was that vaccine? Was it a bioweapon? We were given all the information from, from the wonderful Chinese Communist Party. Do they have an ulterior motive to give us a different information that would be helpful to the American citizens? Could they possibly have a different, a different plan? Maybe a plan that goes along with Apple's plan to cut down on the people's ability to communicate during the revolt over there in China, Father God, to try and lock everybody down. And, Father, we thank you that, that this young lady uh, that was adopted from Ukraine, Yulia, that she does have, does have natural immunity and has been verified as being far more effective than any so-called pretend vaccine immunity. So we ask you, Father God, to have mercy on her. Help her to heal and be recovered supernaturally quickly. Do I know everything? No. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So, Father, you sent grace and truth by Jesus Christ. And you don't want one of these little ones to perish. You don't want you or anyone else to perish. And, Father, we don't, you don't want any of those. There's some of these people, including the miners in Tennessee, I don't mean people that mine for coal or something. I mean people that are under the age of 18, Father God, that have been put up for having uh, gender affirmation. Even the 19-year-old technically old enough to make his own mind up if he's able to think clearly. But, you know, Pat Holiday had, had a person who was considering doing this some time ago, many years ago, and came to the, where they were meeting at their church, and he was very distraught. And he, he was, they wouldn't let him. He was on the, the hormone-blocking drugs, but he hadn't had surgeries yet. And he was an, he was an adult. He was probably, in, I don't remember if she gave him the age or not. He was probably more than 20. But, Father God, you, you caused him to have a, a reconsideration. We ask you to help all these parents of the minors, all these parents of these young people, and those, particularly those involved in this, because a lot of people have had terrible, horrific side effects from these, from these as, as, as Sabrina read last time we were doing the adjudications, Father God, terror, even cancer. And people who have had have these uh, hormone-changing surgeries have had terrible, terrible side effects. Is, is it better to feel good because, well, I always felt like I was that, <laughs> I was a girl, but but I wasn't born that way. How about the people that, that try to force these things on people that don't know any better? Could there be grooming going on? Could these people be planning, planning to change these, these children so they can be used by the pedophiles? 
Is that really what's going on? I don't know. But I ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, Father God, that the discrimination will stop against the Christians. They think they're discriminating against the people who have a rather limp wrist. Well, that's people's uh, prerogative if, if they want to speak the truth. But we thank you for those in, in Tennessee in particular, uh, some of those politicians that sent letters to the various hospitals, including the one at Vanderbilt, uh, that, that they actually put a, a hiatus on this, put a stop to it, Father God, because they didn't want to cause harm to the children. Do no harm. And we thank you for the group that was standing up as an advocate on behalf of the children, Father God, to protect the children so that the doctors actually will stop and think and maybe do no harm. So we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to conviction to many, many doctors, not just the United States, around the world who have been keeping kind of mum on these things, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for your divine intervention and adjudication in every one of these situations, including the situation where the damage was done against many, many people in many countries, including in Gabon and Nepal. And, uh, maybe it's Cameroon. I don't know what Camarosa is. I'm never, I don't know if that's a nation. There's a lot of things I don't know. <laughs> My goodness. Some of, the, some of the people that are trying to protect people from COVID, so nice of them to protect people from COVID. Just like the Chinese authorities trying to protect people from COVID when they locked them in their apartments and they burned to death. How about the people that, that caused these people not to be angry at, 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 at these various churches? Some of them were beaten and died because they're trying to protect them from COVID. When do the authorities come against those that are standing for the truth think they can do this? In the Bible, it says, the word of God that's forever settled in heaven, it says in the last days, we're not, where is it? we're not supposed to forsake ourselves from the gathering together. And so much more as you see the days approaching. We're seeing the days approaching. I think that's in Hebrews chapter 10 somewhere. No, I'm not going to look it up right now. But, Father God, you know where it is, and I think most of the saints know where it is better than I do. And they probably have some way of looking it up really quickly. We ask for a divine intervention because you know all these things. And, Father God, you know what they have plans. They've tried to make it with these injections and other things. As the data came out from the U.S. military, that the fertility rate has dropped off dramatically. And yes, it has been reported the sperm rates dropped off, the motility or whatever, all the rest of it. But even the even the women, these particular vaccines, so-called vaccines, particularly targeted the ovaries. Why? Why would they want to target the ovaries? Does Satan not like human beings created in the image of the living God? Does he want to create people made in the image of a different God? The AI God, I don't mean the Al Gore God, but maybe they're kind of similar. The, the artificial intelligence God. Father, we ask for a divine intervention in every one of these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name. Every one of these situations, Father, even as I heard something rather startling, help me to find it. Oh, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant, we bind the spirit in Jesus' name in agreement, according to Matthew, cut about 18, 18, and according to Matthew 16, 19. And we first bind the strong. We bind you, Satan, the, mo- the strong man. We bind you in all of your underlings, including Demiurge. The demon that invokes chaos. We bind demiurge. We bind every foul spirit, every spirit of perversion, every unclean spirit. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. From our position, see in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2, particularly verse 6. 
Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. At the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me, therefore I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, the Lord says. And I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. And that's what they saw when the Lamb of God hung on that tree, just like the Passover lamb for the Jewish people. Passover lamb. He hung on that, on that spit. They actually put a lamb on the spit vertically. That's how they roasted him. And it, he, it wasn't soaked in, it wasn't boiled. No, it was roasted in fire because God judged the earth once when Noah had the whole business, Noah and the ark, with a flood. And that's true. That actually happened. And he's going to judge the earth by fire. That's why we all have to be burned. We have to reckon the old man burned up with Jesus. I'm crucified with Christ. And you know, when Father Abraham was going to offer his son Isaac, the son of laughter, on Mount Moriah, that same place where Jesus was offered, the same place where King David had to go uh, to reverse the curse that was coming against Israel because he had the people numbered, because he tried to try to keep track of, well, how are we going to do this in our own strength? No, we're not going to do it in our own strength. It's not by human might or human power. It's by the divine power of the Holy Ghost poured forth. Father, pour forth of your spirit in Jesus' name. Satan, you're bound. All your underneath you're bound. From our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, every one of these foul, demonic spirits coming against the human beings creating the image of the living God, trying to control people through 5G, through through fiber optics, through through all this electronic-like business, trying to control people remotely, Father God, through the through these all these things they're trying to implant in people coming from various sources, yes, from the vaccines and other sources too, from the so-called artificial intelligence uh, kind of an artificial par- uh, parasites in human beings, Father God. The parasites, Father God. We ask you to send kind of divine anti-parasitic medications to divinely purge the people, pur- purify our hearts, give us new hearts, Father God, in Jesus, a heart of flesh, that we can love you honestly and seriously, Father God, and wake up the body of Christ all over your earth, Father God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound. Every spirit of Leviathan, heads and tails cut off. Every spirit of perversion. All the spirits behind the pedophilia, bound and gagged. Every spirit of ungodly control. Many of those people that were involved with pedophilia were probably molested as children. Father God, we, act, we bind that spirit of trauma, the spirit of trauma and mind control. And all the spirit of AI kind of mind, and all the mind control. We cancel the assignment from all the handlers in agreement with Pastor Sabrina's prayer earlier. We cancel the assignment of all those AI cut up with that, uh, and all the other cut up with the handlers trying to control people through trigger tones, trigger words, and every other trigger music and every other thing in Jesus' name. We ask it, Father God, to divinely intervene, Father God. Your arm's not too short to save. Satan, you're bound. All your unleashed are bound. Thrust individual separate cages in Jesus' name from our position. Satan, many places in Christ Jesus, we know for the flow of power communication from the demons down there in the second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those who have interceded for, including all the children, Father God. All the children they are considering, or their parents are considering, allowing them to have gender affirming surgery. What do you mean gender affirming? What a lot of... <clears throat> Help me, Jesus. Let it wash before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. Father God, they think it's gender affirming to cause people to be confused. You're not the author of confusion, but of pieces in all the churches of the saints. Father, we ask you to pour forth of your spirit. You made peace by the blood of your cross. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. 
and they that are with them are called and chosen and faithful. We know in the last days there'll be a lot of that nonsense going on, and it looks like we're in the last days according to your word. And we ask you, Father God, to help us to keep our eyes on Jesus, not on the nonsense, not on all the distracting things. They're all another variant. No, it's all a bunch of hogwash. Another bunch of not. It's not a virus. People think it's a virus. No, it's not a virus. It's a genetic. It's a genetic alteration trying to bring in, trying to fuse human bodies with what? With AI. Trying to bring in the fourth industrial revolution to make all those people with Klaus Schwab happy, 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 because they go off and live their little life in their in their. Uh, their little castles in the sky or their castles underground. A lot of people have bunkers already built in because they're terrified about the wrath of the Lamb of God. And it's coming. They're absolutely terrified by the wrath of the Lamb of God. And that's what it says. It just happened to open to Revelation chapter 16. The heavens departed to the scroll that is rolled together. And this is verse 14 of Revelation chapter 6. And the mountains and the islands were moved out of their places. And Brother Bill says sometimes those mountains, they refer to uh, political authorities and things like that, people in authority. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men. Oh, there's a whole bunch of those. And the cheap men, not that many, but quite a few. And the rich men, you know, the multi-billionaires. And the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and the rocks of the mountains. And verse 16, and said to the mountains and the rocks, that's the highest from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. There is a wrath of the Lamb of God. And Father God, just like you pointed out in Esther chapter 7, the king rose up from the banquet of wine in his wrath when he found out that his right-hand man, Haman, he thought was a nice guy. He got he lent him his, his signet ring, gave him the authority. Oh, yeah, sure, you can go make this law. You could be like a little puppet ruler, and you can cause all these nice Jewish people to be wiped off the face of the earth on a particular day. So that's why they had Purim. And, and, and who, what happened? Esther prayed and fasted with her maidens and with those in that city, and they prayed and fasted. They didn't even eat or drink anything for three days, and you heard their prayers, Lord. And Esther said if she had to go before the king, she knew her head would be taken off right away. People don't live very long with their, without a physical head, from what I've heard. But Father God, you kept her alive, and she had amazing tact, and she came humbly before her husband, the king. And What would you like, Queen Esther? Oh, just come to the banquet of wine. What was the wine about? Oh, it foretells God's wrath on what's going on on the earth, and it says in Revelation 19:15, And out of his mouth, the Lamb of God, goeth a sharp sword, the line of the tribe of Judah, that with it he should smite the nations, he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress in fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus, you're Lord of all. We ask for your divine intervention and adjudication. And all these situations deliver the children. All the children, not just the girl that was adopted from Ukraine, Yulon, in, in, wherever that was, that was waiting for a kidney transplant. Give her a new kidney. We ask you to make her every wet whole. And those that called in for a prayer request, Father God, that are struggling with pain. And, and I, <laughs> I <clears throat> most of you have not seen me physically. I've been to Jacksonville a couple of times. But, Father God, 
you know all things. But I do speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the mouth of the enemy. And they may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear, pretend to each and every one of us, every witchcraft curse sent against every one of us, whether it's written, spoken, or any other way, returnedly assembled on heads of demons, due to those demons that they intended to do us. Render unto our neighbors, assembled into their bosom, their reproach, where they reproach to thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so, Lord, in Jesus' name. And you confirm that also in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30. Men do not despise the thief if he steals to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he should restore sevenfold. He should give all the substance of his house. He has to everything they're trying to steal for the body of Christ.
because we keep his commandments for obedience. Do those things that please him in his sight. His eyes are red with wine. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us Thank you for giving us of your good spirit. Thank you we overcome these things, brethren, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. By the blood of your good spirit, Father. It's not being given by your given power. Yes, we're divine invention. Pour forth of your spirit as you promised, Father. We thank you for doing such as you shall ask you to pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh. We're asking the dream for Matthew 18, 18, 19, and 20. In Jesus' name, amen. Because of the blood.